Hello and welcome to John Cook Ministries podcast. I'm John Cook. Well, we want to welcome you back to our continuing study on the pastoral epistles. This is lesson number five and deals with 1 Timothy chapter five, where we're given general instructions for the local church. We now join in progress part five of our continuing study. Well, then verse 13 tells us, here's, the, here's what you can expect if you take a man. With all, they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house and tattlers. They become tattlers also and busybodies, speaking things which they ought not. They learn to be idle. They learn to be doing nothing. They learned to be, to serve no purpose before they were serving the purpose of serving outside themselves. Now they learn to be idle. They serve for no purpose. Unlike the virtuous woman in Proverbs 31, she looketh well to the ways of her household, eateth not the bread of idleness. These eat the bread of idleness. They wander about from house to house. They're what we call gadabouts. And worse yet, they become tattlers, talebearers. Leviticus chapter 19 and verse 16 says, Thou shalt not go up and down as a talebearer among thy people, neither shalt thou stand against the blood of thy neighbor. Gossips, idle talkers, they go about telling tales. These can be true or not. This is where the fables of old women come in. Busybodies, meddlers, they meddle in everybody's business but their own. In Song of Solomon, chapter 1 and verse 6, it says, Look not upon me because I am black, because the sun hath looked upon me. My mother's children were angry with me. They made me the keeper of the vineyards. But mine own vineyard have I not kept. Trouble is, they go about and they're busy about everybody's business but their own. They don't keep their own vineyard. They don't take care of what God wants them to be doing. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 11 says, For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. They don't do anything. They're worthless. 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 15 says, But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. Don't suffer because you carry tales from, and you're messing with other people's business. Get your nose in your own business. This is what we're supposed to be preaching. Now, how do we deal with this? Well, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 6 and 10 says, We command you, brethren, in the name of the Lord, our, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly, and not after the tradition which... He received of us. So how do we deal with it? He says, withdraw yourself from them. So that's why he tells us not to receive the younger widows, because you're going to have to come to a point where you withdraw yourself from them. You withdraw that support from them. They won't have that support basis anymore. And the reason is, is because they become busybodies. The Bible says, speaking things which they ought not. They seek sympathy and control. Acts 20 and verse 30 says, also of your own selves shall men arise speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. They try to draw people after themselves like the false teachers. 
that is spoken of in Titus chapter 1 and verse 11, whose mouths must be stopped, who subvert whole houses, teaching things they ought not for filthy lucre's sake. Now these, they allow their tongues to run free, and their tongues produce nothing but things that are forbidden. James talks about that in James chapter 3 and verse 10. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. In other words, he's saying you can bless God at one minute and curse God at the next minute. You can bless God here, but curse God's people over here. And that's what happens. They begin to talk against the church. They begin to talk against the things of God. They begin to promote their own ideas and their own religions, if you will. So what do you do then? If you can't accept younger widows into the church, what do you do? Well, that's why Paul says, I will, therefore, in verse 14 of chapter 5 of 1 Timothy, that the younger women marry, bear children, guide the house, give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully. Now, those things which are spoken of there are not things that we hear today because they go contrary to what we think today. But they're what God says. The answer to the problem is get married. There's nothing wrong with getting married. Marriage is honorable in all. And the marriage bed undefiled. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 4 tells us. So so the problem in verse 11 was not marriage. The problem was they're forsaking the faith. Casting off the faith. Problem then was The problem that stemmed from casting off their faith was they got married no matter what God thought or wanted. They didn't seek God's will. They sought their own will. Any who teach, any who forbid marriage in the scripture, the Bible says, is the doctrine of devils. In 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 3, not only are they to get married, but they're to bear children. Children bring a responsibility in our lives that are out that is outside ourselves. A responsibility of service. Not only bear children, but guide the house. That's the responsibility of every wife, is to be a guide to the house. Not command the household, but guide the house. Direct it. <laughs> My dad used to talk about the scripture that said about men being the head of their home. Well, it's true. They are to be the head of the home. My mother used to say, well, if you're the head, I'm the neck that turns the head. And that's true. We're to treat our wives as the queen of the home. She guides the home. Responsibility that many have forgotten today. Because we live in a day when people say, well, everybody has to work in the household. Husband and wife alike. And in some cases, the wife goes and gets a job, and the husband doesn't have a job, and he stays home and takes care of the home, called a house husband. There's no such thing as that in the Bible. In Titus chapter 2 and verse 5, Scripture says that ladies are to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. The whole purpose of this is that the word of God be not blasphemed. Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 1 says, Every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. A wise woman builds up her house. It's to her benefit and to the benefit of her children and to her husband. It's the foolish woman that doesn't consider the wisdom of building up her own house. 
Proverbs 31, verses 27 and 29 says, She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. That certainly seems like a scripture that tells us that the wife takes care of her family and the family appreciates her, loves her, exalts her. Then he goes on to say about widows, young widows getting married, guiding the house, give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully. It's not giving an opportunity to the devil or his crowd to reproach the Lord. Younger women are to live so as to not give the enemies of the Lord an occasion to speak against the Lord or against our faith, the same way in which a servant is to serve. 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 1 says, Let as many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor, that the name of God and his doctrine be not blasphemed. In 2 Samuel chapter 12 and verse 14, we find an example. It says, Howbeit, because by his deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme, the child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. David was told, you're going to lose this child because you've given opportunity to the enemy to blaspheme the Lord. So how do we make sure that we don't give opportunity? How does she, how does a young widow make sure she doesn't give opportunity to the, to the enemy to blaspheme the Lord? Well, Titus 2 and verse 8 says, Sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. You did what God wanted you to do. These are the direct targets of the modern women's lib movement. They're trying to turn young ladies to doing that which brings dishonor upon the Savior and upon His Word. Hey, this is John Cook again. Thank you for listening to the John Cook Ministries podcast on the pastoral epistles. Before you hit that exit button, how about take some time and leave us a comment? Or maybe a prayer request, or what question do you have that we might be able to answer for you? Let us know how we can help you. And don't forget to subscribe to the John Cook Ministries podcast, and you will get the next lesson just as soon as it is released. Well, we'll say goodbye for now. God bless.